Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Hybrid Unlimited. This is your host, Hayden Bow. I was originally going to do this episode solo. I'm out here in Nova Scotia, so I don't have Marcus with me. Um, but then I realized I got a beautiful assistant, Valentina Luca. So she's going to be on the episode with me. She won't be on camera, but you'll hear her voice. So if you're wondering who is that chick in the background, that is my girlfriend, Valentina. So welcome to the show, Valentina. Hey. <laughs> I'm excited to have oh, you good. on. This is great because this is probably just a bunch of stuff we would talk about anyway. But now we're going to get to make some content out of it and we're going to get to entertain the people. And you always have really uh, interesting insights and you're pretty funny. So you're cute. I'm glad to show the people that Thanks. as well. Thanks, Ben. Um, as always, make sure to check us out on hybridstrengthcoach.com. We have pro every program you can think of from. Olympic weightlifting to powerlifting, general fitness, bodybuilding, strongman, uh, CrossFit, uh, everything in between. And we just released the 500 kilogram deadlift program, which is Eddie Hall's program that he used to be the first man in history to deadlift 500 kilos. So definitely check that out. Again, that's hybridstrengthcoach.com. And you can try it for any of those programs, any or all of those programs for seven days free. All you have to do is check the seven day free box at checkout. All right, sit back, relax, enjoy another episode of Hybrid Unlimited. Before we get into the episode, just want to give a quick shout out to Whitmer Rejuvenation Clinic. They are a sponsor of ours and we took them on because we talk a lot about testosterone, hormone replacement therapy, PED use, all that stuff. And because of that, you know, while we have opinions on that, we are not professionals in that space. If you have questions about whether you're a good candidate for that or not, these are the people that can help you with that. And Marcus, I know that you have been a customer of theirs for, you know, quite some time. So maybe you can speak to that a little bit. Yeah, I I was going through the same thought process years ago and I had a lot of questions about, you know, the, the state of my blood work, uh, my testosterone levels. And as a performance athlete, it was always a question that I had in the back of my mind. Guys, please don't go to your local gym bro or guy on Instagram to get these questions answered for you. Women Rejuvenation Clinic provides solid medical advice. They read your blood work. They go through the results with you and they give you actionable and realistic steps for dealing with potential medical problems and not bullshit. This is for actual medical advice. So please, you know, if you have questions on this stuff, let them take your blood panels and give them a chance, give them a consult. And I promise you, they'll, they'll treat you right. I know they've done that for me over the years and I can only speak positively about my experience and the type of advice they've given me. Check them out in the show notes. They provide comprehensive assessments over telehealth now onto the show. All right, welcome back everybody. Um... For those who haven't been paying attention, I have been in Nova Scotia for a little while, pulled back and forth between Nova Scotia and Miami. Uh, today, I was going to do the podcast solo, uh, like I said in the intro, but I decided to bring my better half, Valentina, on. She's going to be a voice behind the camera. What's up, Valentina? Hello, friends. <laughs> so, yeah, if you're hearing a woman's voice throughout this podcast, that's who it is. So, on the topic of Nova Scotia, just to start things off, if you guys haven't been following the news, it's been insane. There's been flooding going on constantly uh, the last couple of days. Basically, all of Halifax is underwater. People are canoeing down the road. It reminds me of like a Miami hurricane. Um, but the thing out here that is pretty crazy that I don't think you even knew up until this point is most of the houses that are built here, at least the ones in the smaller towns like we're in now, which is Bridgewater, which is about an hour and a half outside of Halifax. 
they all have dirt basements. And I didn't even really know this. I didn't hear that at all. Yeah. I thought everybody had a basement like your parents. Or no basement, like in Miami. No, I thought right? everybody had a basement. Here, in Bridgewater. Yeah, I'm yeah. Like in Toronto, everyone has one, right? Yeah, exactly. But there are places where the ground is not conducive to having a basement like Miami so nobody has basements there and that I understand okay but to just have a basement but like your whole house is a house and then there's just dirt it's right? an odd so concept. weird and it's such a huge problem you know th that was basically a monsoon that went on for more than 24 hours straight and we were luckily fine. We were here in Bridgewater. We just chilling. We, we took a lazy day. Unbeknownst to us, there's people moving their shit out of their apartments overnight. It really looked like waste, waste deep. I think, or not. Oh, or oh yeah. Almost. I mean, if you can take depending on where you like that new and go down the road, like that's pretty high. But there's there people were, canoeing now, right? Yeah, still in Halifax because it takes a while to drain, I guess. But you know, like parts of the highway were getting washed away. It was like a real natural disaster. And meanwhile, we're just like here doing just hanging out, doing marathon marathons of uh, very. <laughs> and uh, what's the other one we're watching? Oh God, we're uh, watching. We've been going back to back. I'm getting confused. Oh, the bear, show. the bear. Oh, that's such a good. Both, both good shows. Both good shows. Both are kind of like dark comedies. They definitely have a dark comedy, dark undertone, but it's, uh, they're really just so good. Yeah. The bear might be a drama, not a comedy, but anyways, yeah, we're chilling. Meanwhile, people are getting flooded out. And for the people who have dirt basements here, they were just fucked. Their basements were, yeah, like you were saying, if we waste high, we're lucky here. It's like one of the, apparently the only concrete poured basements in the, town my dad's very proud of that for some reason but he talks about it all the time every single person we saw for the last like three days he goes we were lucky we got one of the only concrete foreign basements and so uh yeah he was stoked on that but yeah we've just been hanging out uh in nova scotia for the last little while bouncing back and forth seeing family as much as we can it's been nice to have, have the summer here and not have it to feel like you're in hell yeah, well, literally, I don't know if you've been following along with the news, but it's been crazy in Miami. The water temperatures were getting as high as yeah. 98 degrees. You did mention that. Yeah. And apparently that's like any sort of change in water temperature above a certain amount, like one or two degrees is really bad for the coral. It, yeah. Like dies. It's all getting messed up over there. And this is like record temperatures and it's been sustaining the temperatures for so long. People so. have to stay indoors too, right? Yeah, that's what they've been recommending. I guess probably that's mostly, you know, older people, yeah. older people with heart conditions, stuff like that, who just are not equipped to be, you know, out and about. But yeah, like I said, we were super, uh, super lucky here. But I don't, I don't get why, like this one, this hurricane made me start thinking about just, or not hurricanes, I guess it technically wasn't a hurricane. <laughs> we might as well have called it a tropical storm. It, it, it must have. Lightning so much. I mean, it really felt like, uh, and the, like it was raining so much that we couldn't even take the dogs out. They all like pee in the house. Nobody saw this coming, man. No, I, I didn't like, I looked at the weather as like chance of rain and then it just rained for basically two days. Yeah. But what I don't get, it made me start thinking about people who live in places that they know are going to get destroyed by natural disasters. Right. And I guess even us included a little bit in Miami, 
Miami is is it's got hit in our lifetime what like really really bad once because I was in Miami for Hurricane uh, Irma and that one wasn't bad that was technically in our lifetime no it was uh, Hurricane Andrew mm. but I was not in the states yet I had I that was like back in ninety I don't know what year that was it was right before I I was. I got to the States Let me see a couple of years before. It might have been like between 92 and 94. Well, so I was either just born or I was two. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's, I always forget. I have so much culture that I see. So it might have been before my lifetime. Hold on. Let's see. August 92. Okay. So 92, I was, I was I, three months old. <laughs> I, was, I, I got to the States in 96. Okay. I, around. So before your time in the U.S., but okay, so that one like devastated Miami. But in our lifetime, or at least that one devastated like Boca area too. Did it? it I feel like, like Northern Florida is the one that always gets the most messed up. Like you know, I've been in Miami for eight years, going on nine years, and now every time a hurricane comes, I pretty much just know that it's gonna almost hit us. Everyone's gonna be freaked out, and then it's gonna go and like destroy Sarasota. Yeah. Because it seems to always do that. It's always coming directly for Miami, and then the last second it just turns away from us and I don't remember wrecks which, up north. There was a hurricane that went like across the state and then looped back around and hit the state back again in Punta Gorda. Or, oh. Yeah, that one, that was fucked. That's not good. And if it looped around, that means it probably went back in the water, like picked up some steam again, yeah. and then came back in. That's so scary. Yeah. For, was... for Irma, I evacuated because it was, I had like, not a panic attack, but I kind of like freaked out the <laughs> night before. Everyone was, everyone around us was like freaking out. And I saw like on the news. People... Everyone was freaking out. I never left Florida for any of any hurricanes that we've had. Um, but definitely was nerve wracking. I, um. We were in Boca. Remember the whole city was like out of gas. So like to leave was a problem for a lot of people. I went to go get sandbags for the- By the time you decided you wanted to leave, like you just couldn't. But I got really lucky. I was driving past a gas station and someone whose turn it was to turn in wasn't paying attention. And I was like, oh, it's now or never. So I jump in, sneak in like in front of like a 30 car line. Nobody got upset with me, nothing. I know it was That's a, a dick move. That's but... being messed up. You're so mad. Like what the hell? No one got mad at you? No, nobody really noticed. Everybody, you know, they, uh, maybe they were just all everyone taking yeah. so long honking at the guy in front of him. I snuck in from the other side, oh. and someone wasn't paying attention. And sneaky little best. Or... But I got I got out of Florida, went first to um, Atlanta, and then in, the news is like, oh, it's gonna come smash Atlanta too. So I'm like, oh god. Kept running north, went to Nashville, stayed there for a while. You can't go north. You can't. You can't stay in the east coast for a hurricane. You have to, to go. Like, move, you have to move over like a, an entire time zone. Yeah. Over because you're just gonna be like you're gonna get hit by at least tropical storm yeah. weather. Like My thought process is because at least if it stayed on land and you go n enough north, it like the more the longer it's on land, the more it runs out of. Gas, basically. Yeah, but you don't want to be stuck in any kind of storm if you're running away from a hurricane. No. So you just got to move over to the next time zone. Yeah, I think well, <laughs> hopefully we don't have to do that again. But yeah, my, my whole point of that, <laughs> before you went on the tangent, was 
all these people that live like if you live in new orleans why like why would you do that i get that it's like an iconic city and you might have you know you've grown up there you have memories and stuff but it's like it's not an if you're going to get destroyed and lose all your memories and belongings and like maybe die it's when and it's like i was watching this one show they were talking about uh people who lived specifically in flood zones in florida and there were people who had like 10 total write-off claims on their homes just from different tropical storms and stuff over the over um, a period of like 50 years so they'll take the insurance money rebuild their house and then a year or two later gets completely wiped out again and then they get the insurance money and then they build a house and like that's not a one it's stupid for you like at the very least it's an enormous inconvenience right and then the second thing too you're jacking all of the rest of our insurance rates up because you're doing total write-offs on your homes constantly yeah and the insurance company is not in the business of losing money so that cost all gets transferred onto us and now then it eventually leads to what's going on now where all the insurance companies are pulling out of florida i, I can't believe that when that when that happened i couldn't believe it there's only like a, a couple of the left now and but then when you think about it you can believe it because of what you just said yeah i get why just irresponsible people basically using the insurance companies to get a brand new house every few years it's like i get why you wouldn't want to be there but then it just screws us because now any of the ones that stay can demand such a like high price it's like i'm getting screwed on that uh what's it called Intr or uh insurance that i that yeah. i own the house in, in miami so messed up it's brutal um but on another note that ends my rant about weather and stuff like that we are fine here which is great we were chilling Let's take a quick break to talk about one of our sponsors, Whitmer Rejuvenation Clinic. We talk a lot on this podcast about TRT, all of the things involving exogenous hormones. And because of that, we get a lot of questions about it. And we are not experts in this sense. If you want to speak to real experts, because we don't feel comfortable giving any sort of opinion on this, speak to Whitmer Rejuvenation Clinic. These guys are the best, the legitimate doctors. They're not going to push any BS on you. They're going to do a legitimate consult and tell you if you're a good candidate or not. All of the links to this are in the show notes as well as their Instagram handle. Check them out and I promise you're going to have the best service possible in this space. Yeah, we're lucky. This whole city's built in a valley and in the middle of, or I say city, but it's really a town. It's built in a valley and right in the middle of the valley is a river that goes out to the ocean. So it's like kind of a built-in awesome but apparently not because a lot of people have flooded and that, i don't understand well, how that happened like two blocks away people are in it's kind of dirt, giant cool dirt basements that's the thing because it, it get, there's no there's nothing blocking the water so if it soaks the ground and can just come right into your house it just comes through okay because we hadn't really heard exactly what happened and uh for example your parents friends house oh yeah we never knew he didn't know like where the water came through my my dad didn't know yeah he's like i don't know where i don't know where the water came through wow it's scary though and then the videos are wild just got it's standing in the basement with just water. awesome videos to hear yeah i'll see if i can find them so everyone to give can them see to, uh, how George. crazy because i don't know how either if they're gonna believe us how insane this was it was, it was basically like an overnight hurricane that nobody knew was gonna collapse. was a flat. Usually, uh, whenever people get wrecked by a hurricane, I'm like, well, you. And no offense, I mean, I'm like half joking when I say this, but like, you're kind of dumb if you're if you're being told there's a category four hurricane coming into town, and you're like, 
I'm going to stick it out and then you, you get killed. It's like they're one of the only natural disasters where you actually have like a week heads up where they're like, hey, get out. And then like five days before they're like, seriously, get out. I'm not Three sure days before they're like, because I'm in that category of dumb people. Out. Yeah. It's a little bit different if you live in a, a high rise. Those are all like. No, like I, I stuck throughout all of the hurricanes in, house? in houses and my parents' house in Boca because technically the hurricanes were closer to Miami. But the one yeah. hurricane that I went through that was like really nerve wracking, it went, the eye went right through. Mm. Like, I don't know if it was hitting, it was as big as f from Boca to Miami. So. When the eye is I was there, inside. Right? In the eye of the storm, it's calm, right? Yeah, but that's just going to happen, you know, that last just lasts for like, what, 30 minutes? I don't know. Damn. I don't know. That's crazy. But other than that, it's been good. It's been good and been relaxing here. Like I always say, I feel like we get time back on our lives. Yeah, we, so we, peaceful. We lose it in Miami. And then here we're like. It is such a huge different mindset. I'm like, go, go to Miami. And I'm like, wow. I, I thought Miami was pretty relaxing up until mm -hmm. when I came up here. And I'm like, wow, we have no idea what relax, relax means. Everybody's so hype over there. Yeah. Hype, hustling. Just hustling and just. I don't know, after me of it, everything changed too. There's part of that that's cool. Like, I like the buzz of the city in Miami. Like, everybody's doing something. Everyone's trying to be some sort of entrepreneur. It's high energy. But it is, you don't realize it's exhausting to you until you're just like, uh, you wake up one day and you're just like, I'm wiped. Like, yeah. I'm, I've been awake for 30 minutes. I'm exhausted already. And then you come here and it's like, you just fully get to recharge. So that's been nice. You can think. Can think, and it's such a great city. We've been training at 902 Athletics. Anybody, if you are in anywhere close to Bridgewater, even if you're in Halifax, pretty much anywhere in Nova Scotia, if you can make it down to 902 Athletics, I highly, highly recommend it. They are the best gym. Every time I come to town, there is something new and awesome about it. Like the when I first came here, they were just like a little single box. They had like one room. They weren't even at this location yet. Uh, you know, n nice gym, but little, like obviously, even a, even a very small gym, if you have good equipment and you take care of it and the community is good, it's going to be a great gym. And that's what this was. But then they bought their own property. They started building on it. And then it was like every time I would come, whether it be like a year apart or six months, it'd be like a new building built, a, a, like on top of the existing building. And now they have PTs and Kairos, yeah. bodybuilding section, CrossFit class section, team training section, Locker open gym. I mean, they have so it's like a coffee shop. But there's a oh yeah, coffee shop. Coffee shop and it's an awesome amazing. It's shop. right. What's someone called again? The barn. The barn. Yeah, it's called. The it barn. is so convenient. The doors leads right into the gym. Yeah. And then out and just or you can just walk right out from the front. You literally can walk in, get your coffee, and then just take your coffee with you to your platform if you live or whatever. You have that little outdoor area. Oh, yeah. That's new. And there's an outdoor area that's all, it's it's rubber with uh, uh, a rig. There's, so, there's two or three rigs. They're like all, all tabs. Yeah, like places to squat. I think three. There's three places to squat. And then there's turf for like There's some the tires squat. outside. Yeah. And even the outside, like if you wanted to use that whole back oh, area, is the garage. Uh, there's two garages. No, or oh, no, there's one garage door, and you can open that, and then, so you can open the last part of the gym, 
Is that on? That's on the, the last, uh, the last little area. Oh, yeah. So no, there is two because there's one in that section and there's one in the main section of the gym too. Okay. The one that we don't I usually. I can't remember if that was a because the rigs are right there. So I don't know if that's a door. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah. Um, that gym is nice. It's an expensive facility. Yeah. Do you remember? For... The, we should tell the Trudeau story. Oh. <laughs> oh man. So for any of our, our Americans, if you don't, or whoever, if you're listening, wherever you're listening. Trudeau is like, he's our prime minister, which is Canada's version of a president. And he is the most hated president, prime minister, pretty much of all time. Um, I don't know how he got voted in, but I've never heard anyone say a good word about this guy. Anyways, he's still a prime minister. And he, uh, I guess they're, they're supporting the Michelin plant out here. There's a big tire factory in town. So um, it's pumping a bunch of money into that, the Trudeau government. And so they came to show their support and, I don't know, do some sort of, uh, you know, press tour here. On the way to the Michelin plant is this gym that we train at, 902. And, you know, he said he wanted to support local business, goes into 902 to buy a coffee. Um, the coffee shop... Well, the coffee shop is an independent of the gym right. technically right the coffee shop owner it's in the gym but it is owned by somebody else who has to the gym detached to the gym and they have a number of locations actually i think they have like oh, okay three or four locations uh so he, he goes in owner takes a photo or one of the staff members puts it up on social media and they said within like minutes they just got smashed on google reviews like they had got like 30 or 41 star google reviews you know, their staff were getting like threats. Uh, so wild. Getting messages like, I'll never support this gym again after this place. Hey guys, what the hell? I mean, in terms of like, I, I get it. Uh, He's a polarizing figure. And it's like, but what does he have to do with this little coffee shop that he just popped into? Why? Are, what's know. the thought process here? I don't know. I just, guys, he's your brain. I, I guess that people interpreted it like if you're, um, you know, if you're posting a photo of him, then you must support his policy. But it, I'm like, I don't think so. You know, if you, it doesn't matter, like in the States, right? It doesn't matter if you're, if you lean left or right. If you saw Donald Trump, unless you're like way left, if you saw Donald Trump, you'd be like, this is at the very least going to be funny to go up and say hi and get a photo with the guy. So I'm yeah. like, we'll just, you know, and just no, no, I guess if you get a photo with Trump, does that mean that you, you know, want to build a wall at the border and you support all his policies? Or is it just like, I this think... guy's an iconic guy, I want a photo with him. Yeah, but I think that your thought process and my thought process is like, we're, we're definitely leaning towards certain views. Right. But we have a sensible that I was gonna say sensible brain and that allows us to really you know not make such a ridiculous I mean it's a human being you're not gonna go start yelling in his face right yeah uh he's a prominent figure so even if it's uh, for example another celebrity uh, like an actress or an actor that you met that you like mm -hmm. that you don't like I mean you're still probably gonna want to get a picture with them yeah, I mean, that's exactly my point. So I'm, I'm looking it up now to see if any of those bad reviews are still up. 
So I think they had said that they they were trying to get him taken down. They were pretty clean. Well, four point nine star review. That's really good. Okay, so they didn't Let get me see out because it was it was not good when he was telling us the story. Yeah, he said it was coughing him. But um, let me see. Oh, uh, these are all five star. I don't think you're gonna find them because they had. Oh, you know what's so annoying? When somebody leaves you like a two or a three star review. But then doesn't say why. Oh come on! You know, You're, like you have to say why on Amazon too. I need to know this information. Yeah, like because some people actually on Amazon, I've seen people leave a reverse star. Like they didn't mean to put that the number like one star. They 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 did it wrong, and they meant to put five stars, but they put oh. one star. They like didn't understand how to. Wait, I zoned out for a sec. Yeah. Wait, so they accidentally you think put the one star or? Yeah, because then you actually see what they wrote, it's and like, it's like it's... this isn't this isn't a negative review. This is positive. Right. Even this one, this one's four stars, right? I'm if you don't give perfect five stars out of five, then you should ha explain what they could have done better. Yeah, right? it makes to, sense because one, if you're okay, let's say you're leaving the review for the business, right? You want the business to be able to address whatever made it not a five-star yeah. review, right? We can't or, see your issue. Or if there's a problem and you're leaving this review so customers can see it, well, then customers want to, yeah, like, they want to they know. Because what if what if your complaint is that made this four stars instead of five? What if your complaint is they put milk in my coffee without asking? And you're like, yeah. okay, well, that has nothing to do with the actual gym facility. Maybe that doesn't matter to people. Maybe. It does matter to me, and if when I go in, I'll make sure to say, "Don't put milk in my coffee," right, or whatever it is. But it's like, and you just let people leave people hanging like this. It's like, I don't know. I want to know how your brain works. I hate it. I guess, but uh, yeah, not a single one star review. So they definitely got that. Uh, the yeah, I think that she was telling us that they did get a fix. Well, good for them because they're a great gym and one star. So nice. Everybody's so nice. Yeah. Oh yeah. Pleasant. Yeah, and um, a lot of like strong people in there too. Yeah. Actually, yeah, girls and guys. Those uh, two girls that were training the uh, other day when we were in there, I think they both work there. One might work in the coffee shop, another one works uh, either as a PT or a coach. I can't remember. Okay, but uh, they're super strong. There's this other guy in there. God, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. I'm sorry if you see this. Um, but he, he was benching like, uh, 205 kilos, which is like big ass bench. And when you're in a town that's so small, it's like you have so many fewer outliers or so many fewer outliers. <laughs> that sounds weird in my head. I think it's correct. No, they're way less. First thing, well, if, I don't know. It all sounds weird in my head now. Either way, you have less, you have fewer outliers. Much fewer. Yeah, yeah. You know, in in Miami, if the population's huge, or in Toronto, you have four million people, and then you have five powerlifting gyms, you're going to see a lot of strong people in those powerlifting gyms. Versus here, where the population is, I don't know what the population of Bridgewater is. Let's pull that up. Population free. <laughs> like six hundred. <laughs> no, I bet you there's a. I, I'm going to say 10,000. What do you say? Oh, God, 20. I'll say 20. Just to... 20,000? Yeah. So this stat, I don't know why the most recent stat is from 2016, but it was 8,516. Oh, well, they do, they do. I don't know why they do those. They, they take a while to get those numbers in. I think. Yeah. Okay. So honestly, it could be around 10,000. 
with all the people that were leaving the other provinces for uh, their stupid COVID regulations. I could see that. I mean, it doesn't take a lot to make an impact 2,500 people out of 4 million from Toronto would have to move. But um, yeah, but yeah, great. It's a, it's an awesome gym. I highly recommend that you guys go there. If you do by chance see any bad reviews, I'm sure it's because of the, the Trudeau issue. Yeah, there, there shouldn't be any bad reviews on that, that place. We've all, always gone and I don't know, everyone's having a pleasant time during their workout. We don't go at busy hours though. We don't go, no. um, well, yeah. assuming at nighttime when they have all the classes. Or in the yeah. early morning time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, I don't, I've been in there before when it's really packed, like the classes get uh, packed. But what's nice about it is because they have all different sections of the gym, even if there is a class going on, there are designated spots for open gym. I know, I sure love that. Or what? I love that. Great. Because you never go into that big CrossFit like setup area. No, I used to train in there all the time, but since they added the other uh rooms now yeah, so many so compartments nice. we're saying rooms but they're really big it's like basically each of them is their own gym each of those rooms. yeah little little gyms within the gym which is so nice which because that was my biggest complaint like training at crossfit gyms you know throughout my career was you go in and they were the best gyms to train at because they would have bumper plates and all that stuff you know it's when way better people to be around than you know, going to an LA Fitness because LA Fitness you have complete noob all the way to like sometimes experienced lifters, but not really. If there are, they're usually bodybuilders. But then in the CrossFit gyms, you have, you know, everyone's there to work hard. Everybody has like to be able to do snatch and clean and jerk and stuff like that. You have to have some sort of like body awareness, and you know, even if you're fairly new and novice, if you can do those lifts, you can know what you're doing in the gym. So it's. uh it's a good environment to to uh be around um but yeah they're busy morning and i think when people get off work probably and we're usually we don't go yeah we're going midday and uh or like what's it three or four on the we've been lucky actually the latest. on the weekend three or four that's the latest we go that's when they close we're just lucky that the staff was training yeah when we were there but um like yesterday yeah was that yesterday yeah Man, time flies out here. It's crazy. Um, let me see. Is there anything else that we want to talk about? I did want to get into um, ta the tattoo stuff. Yeah. Because I've been get I've been working on a traditional American traditional um, leg sleeve while I've been out here. I found a great artist. Shout out to Dale at N&M Tattoo here. He's really good. He is really good and creative, and he's kind of fun to bounce ideas back and forth with. Like, I'll be like, this is, I like this kind of idea, and he goes, okay, why don't we change this, this, and this. He was good in all fronts, like customer service, like pleasant, uh, uh, just personality, um, and then good price point. Oh, yeah, well, the price and point. And really nice, uh, like the most important thing, which is like the clean, uh, perfect line lines as as far as uh, not too thick, not too thin. Yeah, he did. He did really good. He bold enough that like they still look like the traditional style tattoo. Good shade, but not like so. I just didn't want it to look like the color of my skin was like that. Some people when they have too much uh, black, yeah, um, it, they kind of end up looking like 
they have like lizard skin or something. No offense. Lizards? Yeah, when there's just like a lot of color coverage and it just looks like your whole, it doesn't look like you have like white skin with tattoos on it. It just looks like your arm is green. Oh. You know, I like that, or like that bluey green of like when a tattoo fades. So I was just like, I didn't want that. And he uh, understood and like, yeah. Yeah. And if he was, uh, he's leaving. So um, if you're in Bridgewater and you want to get a tattoo, yeah, like a few feeling good, he better call it right away. Basically, because I've been looking for all these ideas to build the sleeve over, you know, multiple different sessions, um, I've seen like a ton of really good tattoos and got some really cool ideas, uh, but I've also seen like horrendous ones. <sighs> so I was going to... Such good horrendous ones. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> it kind of made me... It sent me down this whole path, I thought <laughs> yeah. and it made me want to do two things. First of all, I don't know if this is going to be like a staple segment of ours or not, but maybe we do it every once in a while. I'd like to add the clown world segment where we it. just bring in all the current idiocy to chat about some of these things that are either stupid that are going on in the world. I'm here for that. <laughs> <laughs> or... Um, stuff like this this so this one i want to go through all these bad tattoos um and sometimes a bad tattoo is bad because the artist is bad and sometimes the tattoo is bad because you're an idiot and <laughs> you choose you have really bad ideas and then sometimes it's both because it's it's like how did you both two people let this happen <laughs> And everyone around you, like, do you not have friends? Like, everyone saw this and said, this is a good idea, and you just, you went through with it. But you know what? I, if, I feel like if we get into this now, this is such a big topic that we're going to run really long. So I think we might keep this episode a little shorter. And then why don't we, for the next episode, we'll, we'll go through our top 10. Oh, are you keeping me on my toes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So the next we're gonna episode. We're going to get right into it. We'll go through the top 10. Um, and we'll just make this one a little shorter and sweeter. Um, right, just we'll hurry up. Two hours. I want to hear the next one already. <laughs> all right. All right. Thanks for listening, guys.